Peace and blessings, family. It is the Ratchet Righteous Goddess herself, them chakras. Make sure you follow the podcast anywhere you can find a podcast at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Make sure you follow me over there on Instagram for your motivational minute each and every time those motivational minutes come into play at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. And make sure you follow me over there on Twitter where you receive way more ratchet than you ever were righteous at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. Family, if nobody has told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you and forgive me for not saying hey family i am back in the safe space this week and i know i said i was going to be more consistent about this but i'm done apologizing right like until i get this shit i want to get this shit y'all gonna see me when y'all see me and hear from me when y'all hear from me and i can't keep apologizing to y'all especially if i'm not going to change my behaviors because in that way that's just manipulation and i i would never do that to y'all but family i have just been working hard and i have created this space called sacral circle and all my sacred circle ladies who are listening hey how are y'all um I am over the moon at what has happened in sacred circle and I just wanted to publicly say thank you to all the ladies who entrust me with their spirit and entrust me with their spiritual journey and helping them heal and kind of bringing that chakra awareness to their you know just to their human experience just you know giving them the additional permission that they truly don't need that, you know, duality exists, you know, like you can be ratchet and righteous. You can be self-aware and be, you know, and not be perfect. Perfection does not exist. And I think that the more as black women and the more as women in general, we start to embrace that, that, Ciao, honey that is monumental so I just wanted to publicly say shout out to my sacral circle ladies and I also wanted to give a special shout out to Denise Laurel um Denise Laurel that is our black ass business this week Denise Laurel is a black hairstylist here in Baltimore Maryland and she be doing a damn thing I'm getting ready to go to her to get my natural hair done and um she is like the bob queen okay like she has her own set of signature shears because a honey can blunt cut okay she cuts the fuck up so denise laurel um follow her on instagram at denise laurel i will put a a link to her page down below if you need your hair done if you need a bob if you ready to look the fuck good then you need to hit up denise laurel um family i'm here to talk to y'all this week nothing to do with (laughs) black businesses nothing to do with i just know that cuffing season is among us and i feel like i come to y'all every year with the same thing but y'all keep doing the same thing so I feel like until we get this through our heads I'm gonna have to keep coming and teaching the same lesson so hey how are you this is you suck as a person and as a partner (laughs) and I know y'all like you know listen I did not come you know all this way for you to read me for filth but I'm going to and the reason I'm going to is because if the shoe fits get it in both colors and I just I get so tired of the redundant Twitter post. I get so tired of the redundant Instagram posts of me and somebody's son, me and somebody's daughter. And then the consistent complaints underneath all of that about why you can't find a partner. Why is it that nobody can meet your expectations? Why is it that everybody, you know, doesn't seem to work out for you? Why every relationship fails? Why can't you just find the one? Why can't the one person you want act right? Hmm, sound like I'm talking to anybody? Hmm, sound like I'm talking to anybody? One more time for the people in the back? Hmm, do it sound like I'm talking to anybody? Because I feel like I am talking to one of y'all. 
I don't. And this is not me being, you know, your spiritually in tune homegirl who happens to be in a partnership giving you relationship advice. No, this is somebody who is self-aware and self-aware as a partner. And in order for me to be a partner, I had to be single at one point, you know, and this is not me giving you dating advice. This is not me telling you what's wrong with you in necessarily um, the role you play in relationships. This is me talking to you about the lack of self-awareness you have when it comes to relationships with people in general. Like this is not just you, you know, being who you are. This is you being who you are, not paying attention to your red flags, you know, not paying attention to the green flags in somebody else because you are, you know, emotionally colorblind. And we're going to talk about that. I just don't want you guys to continuously go through these cuffing seasons or to go through these things and feel like, you know, it was done in vain, feeling like you can never find a partner. Your forever person is out there. I don't ever want people to lose faith on love. Even if I was a single black woman talking to you all in this, I would still be hopeful and optimistic that there are still really good people out there and that people who desire partnership, partnership can be attracted to you. You know, having a partner, somebody, you know, who's going to come and who's going to love you in the way that they deserve you know you deserve to be loved and you be able to love them vice versa that is so that is so possible and I don't want you guys to lose faith I don't want you guys to lose hope I don't want you guys to feel like you know this bitch just rambling like she's just in my ear like leave me the fuck alone I don't want you guys to feel that way I want you guys to feel like somebody is giving you advice like this I am your spiritually in tune homegirl am I not you keep coming back and you keep fucking with me do you not you keep listening to me you keep taking my advice y'all keep DMing me telling me it works so you know just hear me out I don't want you to come into this with a heavy heart I want you to take three deep breaths come on we're gonna do it together one more time two more times and then one more time hit that shit that, that shit felt good didn't it and if you got to get yourself a blunt to listen to this because your mind just won't shut the fuck up. If you already within a glass of wine, that's okay too. And if you are lighting your altar in your bubble bath, that is cute. If you on your way to work, hey, how you doing? You know, how, however you are receiving me at this moment, I just ask that you receive me with an open heart and an open mind. All right. Because this is coming from a place of love. And I don't want y'all to think that I'm just coming to you, talking to you about your problems and not offering resolutions. Cause you know, we don't do that in a safe space. Okay. So I want you to know first that Part of the reason why you suck as a partner and as a person is because you lack intention. Okay, you lack intention. One more time for the people in the back. You, yes, you, you lack intention. A lot of what you do on a day-to-day has more to do with survival than living. That's crazy, right? I want you to think about all the things that you do in order to live. You know, all the things that seem so out of reach for you and seems like it's always on a one-off. You just, you got to get lucky in order to have it. And that just seems like that's a part of living. And you feel like you don't get that often because you're just too busy in habit trying to survive. A lot of us say that. You know, how you doing today? Just trying to keep my head above water. How you doing today? I'm mm, doing okay. Not looking at the fact that so you have another day, you know, in order to do things correctly and when I say correctly I mean correctly as it pertains to your life the life that you're looking to manifest the life that you're looking to be attracted to and for it to be attracted to you but you lack intention you just keep moving throughout the day willing to break the curse that is your you know either insane or just problematic habits release that you know release the feeling like affirm I release the fit I release feeling the need to survive and accept and attract the you know the want to live you know, let's, let's work on affirming that this is, that is our current situation, not 
that we just waking up day to day, going to my fucking work. We not waking up every day, just, you know, taking care of our kids. We not just waking up every day and just throwing something on. We're waking up, up every day and we're uplifting our family. We're waking up every day and we appreciate ourselves. We're waking up every day and we're not just throwing our clothes on. We getting dressed, you know, like let's change the way that we look at things and let's put some intention behind the things that we do. And I promise you, you'll start to see a huge change, a huge lift really in the weight that you're carrying. A lot of the weight that you're carrying within your current situation is your mindset. And the minute that you change that is the minute that you change a lot of things. So baby, you got to learn to release, you know, you got to learn to just really let it go. Hands on chest. Fuck it. All right. Hands on chest, hands off chest. Fuck it. Put your hands on your chest real quick. Breathe in, put all that negative energy into your hand. I want you to ball all that negative energy energy up into a fist, right? And then as you exhale, I want you to throw it away from you. Throw it away from you and say, fuck it. <laughs> Just fuck it. Throw it away. Fuck it. We don't need it no more. Fuck it. All the things that we feel like are weighing on us and we feel like, you know, we have the ability to change it, but we got this fear of like, if I change it, what's going to happen? Better things are going to happen. Get out your comfort zone. Get out your comfort zone, release it. I want you to put your hand on your chest. I want you to breathe in. I want you to encompass all that negative energy and I want you to throw it off your chest, away from your body. I want you to say, fuck it, exhale, okay? Fuck it. Your habits are very mundane and overly influenced by your aspiration to be like others. You lack self-identity and self-worth. If someone was to ask you right now, what do you have on your table and not on your plate, how would you respond? they my notes y'all I be writing notes before I talk to y'all <laughs> but that is I feel like that is such a great question I feel like people get so offended when somebody say okay well what do you bring to the table the first thing we say is like well motherfucker can you and speaking from you know uh, a more feminine aspect in a relationship well motherfucker can you build a table or you know from the more masculine perspective bitch can you cook can you put something on the table? Those, I feel like that is just such a wild question to ask somebody and somebody be offended by it. Because if my table has such a beautiful presentation, you know, what do I bring to my table? I'll bring you a space to eat. <laughs> I bring you nourishment. I bring you comfort food. I bring you food to nourish your mind, body and your soul, baby. I bought the table, the tablecloth, the stuff on the table. All the bountiful fixings, the centerpiece. I even wrapped your chair and put a little bow in the back because it's a gift to be at this space here. So I don't get offended when somebody asks me, what do I, what do I bring to the table? What you want me to bring to your table? That's really what I start asking them. I, I let them know what I bring to the table. This is all that I have. This is all that I come with. And I give them the honest stuff too. When I met my partner, I had a lot of shit going on, but I will be honest that there was something about him that allowed me to be vulnerable enough for him to, for me to show him all the shit that I was going through at the moment. So I think it's a little different for everybody. Um, and I think that a person has to create a safe enough space for you to want to tell them what you bring to the table. Don't let anybody ever intimidate you into showing them what you have. Like it's some type of sacrifice, show it to them. Like it's, it's what you own. Be proud of it. Even in the things that you you have some type of shame or guilt behind, show ownership of that accountability and awareness. When somebody asks you, what do you bring to the table so that there are no surprises? A lot of y'all lack expectation as well. <laughs> and intention and expectation are two things that need to be discussed before you get into a relationship. So the fact is, though, you have not had that conversation because you're coming into this from a, a, an, an offensive space and defensive 
you're already offended off rip when all the fuck they asked you really was what do you have going on I can understand the tone I'm not I'm not discrediting whomever it is that asked you that question in the tone that they ask you but even in that sometimes you have to understand that the space that they're coming from might be a hurt place so after you let them know what bountiful feast that you have to offer and that you can even bring yours you feel me in glass tupperware let them know that what you are bringing to their table or what you guys are choosing to share in in the table that you create you need to know what they bring as well <laughs> don't just allow them to get away scot-free and set your expectations with what it is that they're bringing and of course this is all metaphorically speaking but i mean that you know let's not just act like you know we just got a lot of stuff on our plate and our food touching again metaphorically speaking let's let's talk about it i got cutlery i got silverware baby like come over here let me show you my table motherfucker like you you got so much gumph about your table your table cute but come look at my table <laughs> things like that like release release feeling like you got to be so offended by somebody asking you what what you bring to the table and ask them what do i bring to my table or what am i bringing to yours because then if they're emotionally intelligent they might say listen i need to know both what you holding on your table that you don't want me to see Again, that's that intention and expectation and that honesty and openness, but also don't allow anybody, just anybody to be questioning you about your table. And certain motherfuckers, you ain't even need to question about their table because baby, their table be right there on the front of them. They be wearing that motherfucking table like a, a fucking harness. Look, this is my entire table. Sometimes people just be red flagging it the fuck up. But again, we're going to talk about that too. The second thing talking about those expectations is that you lack you lack expectancy. You have no idea about what you really want out of life. You have low expectations for yourself. Although it owes you nothing, you walk around looking for societal handouts of happiness. You looking for a motherfucker to come and to fill the void that you need to fill for yourself. Right? A lot of us say things like, I just need a well, if somebody would just come in, why can't you do it? That's my biggest question. Why can't you do it? I ask a lot of people that and not from a place of malice either. Like I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but for somebody to say like, I just need a small loan of a million dollars, baby, you cutting out a part of the journey. Okay. I just need a motherfucker coming in and pay all my bills. Why can't you pay all your bills? And it's not that you can't pay all your bills. Just that you don't want to pay all your bills. Again, that, that honesty, that openness, be honest about it. You would be surprised about what would happen if you just opened up your motherfucking mouth sometimes and just said what you really fucking mean. And stop feeling like certain things have to be withheld. I don't understand how anybody wants to walk, walk into a partnership lying. Or walk into a partnership withholding information. How the fuck do, why would you want to start off on this foundation? And then the lack of expectation that you have for yourself, you're coming into this literally looking for somebody to take care of you and you did not bother to bring that up at all. And then when you finally do have that conversation, it's a little too late because now the expectations have been set or that have been set have been set from a place of just sole observation on both ends. Well, I saw you doing this, so I just assumed one of the four agreements is don't make assumptions. And you're saying that you want to be a better person and you're saying that you want to, you know, be the best version of yourself. And in part of that, that is a part of a partnership as well. Coming into a partnership, you don't have to be your best version of yourself in order to be in a partnership. But there needs to be certain things before you step into a partnership that you can do for yourself. Nope, nobody, for the most part, do I know, go directly into a relationship 
you know, depending on the other person directly. You know, the dependency comes from where they see strength and then where they see weakness. Okay. And in these points, she's not necessarily all that strong. So that, you know, let me, and I'm, I'm stronger in this, you know, I'm more well-versed in this. Okay. This will be my responsibility. Okay. Well, I see that, you know, he's stronger in this department. So I'm going to ask him, can this be his responsibility? And I'm not talking about bills. I'm talking about, he seems to sort clothes, wash clothes, fold clothes, put up clothes better than I do. So I'm going that we can talk about that being his responsibility. He purchases the children's clothes at a more efficient price than I do at the, at the same brand. So I'm going to leave the research for the school year up to him. I see that she does better on the, the aspect of cooking. So I'm going to talk to her and see if we can make that more of her responsibility. And then on both ends coming in, when you see that that person isn't strong enough in that moment in order to do it, then you step in with what it is that they've educated you on because the entire time you should be asking questions, you know, babe, I know that I'm not doing this always, but in the event that you get sick or something, you know, how you do this, show me this. And be open to receive that. Like, these are the things that we're supposed to be doing in partnerships, are we not? And if for any reason you're saying, like, well, this doesn't exist, this doesn't, it happens in my household. And I'm not bold, I'm not being bold, I'm not being brash, I'm not telling you that my relationship, my partnership is perfect. I'm just telling you that it exists. Because I'm the type of person, I have high expectations for myself, so my expectations of my partner are going to be high. And if you can't meet those expectations, you just can't be my partner. If you refuse to meet those expectations, but have the full ability in order to do so, and it's not a negotiation thing is you putting your foot down from the jump, then you just can't be my partner. And that's simply because I cannot benefit from you. And one of the expectations I have of myself is to be able to benefit off of myself. And in the moments where I don't want to benefit off of myself or I cannot benefit off of myself because, you know, I don't have the um, ability to you know, or I don't have the capability at the, the level that I need it, I should be able to outsource that. And if you fucking this pussy, explicitly speaking, if you fucking this pussy, I should be able to see that if that is your strength and that is my weakness, that I should be able to depend on you for it. Then that's how you should be my partner. But if you're telling me that that's a non-negotiable, then that's just not going to work for me. Some of y'all work through the non-negotiable, trying to coerce a motherfucker into negotiating about something they said was non-negotiable. And that's on both ends. That's coercion. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Stop trying to make the perfect partner out of a motherfucker that's just not going to be your partner. Your expectation of that person is too high. Release them. Be the bigger person and let them go. I have no idea how I got here. All right? Just pure tangent. I apologize. Let's get back on task. <laughs> you lack understanding of reality. All right? And this is kind of all-encompassing, is it not? The third thing. You assume a lot. Your expectations are based off of your daydreams and not your reality with this person. You are colorblind. All right. Green flags look like red flags or vice versa. Release the idea of what you thought they would be and begin to acknowledge and accept with conditions who they are. Last note. Now we just talking. Now we just vibing. There is no reason. There's no reason for you to put yourself in a position where you should feel like you have to convince somebody to be the partner that you need them to be not the partner you want them to be the partner that you need to be because wants and needs are two separate things and this is me speaking solely from my perspective so this is not telling you from a professional perspective I ain't no relationship therapist I ain't none of that shit I'm just a black woman in a partnership with a black man making it happen that's it that's all 
So I'm giving you, again, advice that I would give to any of my homegirls who had any situation in which they telling me, like, listen, he not doing this. Or if my homeboy was to come to me, like, she not doing this. The first thing I'm going to ask him is, have you talked to them about it? Have you ever expressed to them that this is what you needed? How, how long has this been bothering you? Those type of things. Because then you have to check in with yourself. Self-awareness, sometimes that should be a bitch. You'd be like, I don't, I don't have to check in with myself. Yes, the fuck you do. Sometimes you have to listen to yourself and what it is that you are even asking of somebody else. And does that even make sense? For instance, great example. And I'm going to use a male first because I don't ever want, this is a female safe space before it's anywhere else or a, a feminine safe space before it's any anything else. I, I don't apologize. I'm going to look at it from the masculine perspective first because most of the time I talk to you guys from a, a feminine perspective. So let's look at it from the ma- masculine perspective. Let's say that a masculine person, right, meets a more feminine person and they say, all right, they got to cook. They got to know how to cook. They have to know how to cook. My mama cooks, so they got to know how to cook. And then they get with somebody who says, I don't necessarily know how to cook, but I want to learn how to cook. And so that person is actively watching this person learn, you know, their likes and things of that nature. But in previous relationships, it's just kind of been a mandate that in the relationship, it has just... They had to have known how to cook. But in all the women that this person has dated, right, all the women that this man has dated, they are saying, you know, this relationship hasn't worked out. The bitch is no, she knew how to cook, but this bitch was getting on my nerves the entire time. And here this person is not getting on your nerves for the most part, fulfilling all of the things that you're saying need to be fulfilled in a relationship. But because she can't cook and because it's taking her a little bit more time to learn these things, you're getting stressed out with her. You're not really expressing this to her. This is just bothering you that every time she cooks, you feel like you still got to go out and get some takeout or something or go down your mama's house to get a plate. But at no point did you get in that kitchen because you know how to cook or because your mama know how to cook. At no point did you say, mama, can I have a recipe for this so I can give it to my girlfriend? Again, you had an expectation. The expectation is not being met. But through that frustration, you decided to come to me and complain. You treating her different. You're treating them different. You're treating whomever different. And all you had to do was express that that's what was going on and then work with them. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. When it's not really a, a, a red flag, but it's not a green flag. Some of y'all are just fucking colorblind. The expectancy is just, and the expectation you had is that, listen, because I know how to cook, they should know how to cook. Because I grew up on home cooked meals, they need to grow up on home cooked meals. But the fact is, though, she can't even cook a home-cooked meal the way that I want her to cook a home-cooked meal. But I ain't helped her even try to work on cooking this home-cooked meal. I can't deal with it, bitch. I would rather deal with somebody problematic if that means that I could be fed. Then let her go. Then let her go. No, because she meets a lot of my my expectations. And she's, she's a really good girl. I really like her. It's just she can't cook. But you're treating her different because of that. Is that fair? Is that fair? Now, you can say, like, all right, well, then I'm going to just go find somebody else. But now here you are out here in the dating pool publicly complaining about the fact as though relationships just not working for you. When you had somebody that all you had to do was work with a little bit and you didn't. To the extreme, those people who say, I'm tired of taking care of myself. I want somebody to come in and pay my bills. Okay, great. But that person has expectations. 
And if you cannot meet those expectations of that person who has taken on the full expectation of what you even got into this for, you cannot be upset with that person for having expectations. Release them. Your imposter syndrome because you putting on this Susie homemaker every time they come around, but in real life you really miserable. All that for some money, baby. Listen, find somebody that you can simp on freely or who simp on you freely and in abundance. Again, I never said anything was wrong with either of these people. I didn't call them anything malicious. Never said anything, you know, rude about them. It's that the expectation is just absurd. And so many of y'all, y'all go through this dating season of wanting some type of partner and feel like you got to have this roster full of people. Date, definitely date, date around. But when you come across somebody and all you got to do is work with them a little bit, stop feeling like somebody is just supposed to come to you with everything. You don't even come with everything. How self-aware are you? What you got going on? Why are you so offended when somebody asks you what you bring to the table? Why are these flags looking a little different? People who are self-aware, people who really fuck with themselves, people who are for the most part in tune, you'll notice that most of them are in pretty healthy relationships. And you wonder, you know, how they get like that. Someday it's got to be something going on on the back end. Something's wrong. Something's wrong in everything, is it not? Nobody said that the shit was perfect. The thing is, is that they work with each other. They don't embarrass each other on social media. They don't talk about the unrealistic expectation they have. And the reason why it's unrealistic is because you haven't said anything about it. It's actually a very realistic expectation. But if you're not going to offer any resolution to this, that the person could at least try to negotiate with you on. Oh, motherfucker, you just complaining. And a lot of y'all go through this entire dating season complaining. So not only do you suck as a partner, you suck as a person. That's your problem. You suck. (laughs) And I'm not being rude when I say it. I really am not. I'm really not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. This is honesty. At one point in my life, I sucked as a person. I had these expectations of my boyfriend at the time. And I wasn't saying nothing to him. I wanted flowers. I wanted to go on dates. I wanted to do all these things. And he was a homebody. This nigga liked being in a house. But instead of me being like, You know, hey, I would like to go out every now and then. Or even in the beginning, possibly being the one to make the first move on a date. Like, hey, let's go to such and such a restaurant. Let's do this. Let's do that. So he could go outside and maybe see like, oh, damn, it really do be some shit going on outside. Maybe maybe we should come out here every now and then. Wow, look how happy she is. Damn, pussy she gave me last night. That shit was hitting different. I had to take this bitch outside sometimes. It's amazing. (laughs) it's amazing what leadership will do in those moments when you have the strength to do so stop putting everything on your other on the other person fuck a gender role i'm sorry let me i'm sorry in certain things in certain things because i don't take my own trash out in certain things fuck a gender role fuck a gender role you know do what you gotta do be a good partner be a good person be a good person be a good partner look at that look at that duality It's possible. It is so fucking possible. You can do all things. All things. You just don't want to. And the other thing, please go the fuck upside. Do you think your partner gonna break in your house and want to be with you? I just had to put that out there. Family, if nobody has told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you. And I love you. And I thank y'all. I thank y'all for rocking with me every time y'all rock with me again. Check out Denise Laurel. Um... If you need your hair done, 
even if you're in the DMV area, like if you in the D or the part of the V and not the M, drive down, get your hair done. Um, if I could roll one up, pour one out, pour one up this week, I am going to roll one up because I still work a nine to five. And this week, I mean, like some changes happened. And although I, again, we've talked about it. I don't really like change. When you have no choice but to adapt, you adapt. And the adaptation that we had to make, my God, put so much more responsibility on us as a team. But I am so proud of the team and the way that we are like bouncing back from this. I am really, really proud of us. So shout out to those at my nine to five. Y'all will never hear this. But I don't tell y'all at my nine to five. Um, I really fuck with y'all. But that shit really had me rolling up every fucking night. Like I would have to smoke before I went to sleep just so that I could get a good night's sleep. Because I'm thinking about the accounts as I'm as I'm laying down, I'm like, I got to get up tomorrow morning. And then when I get to work, I got to do this and I got to do that. And I got to send this person an email and I got to, you know, check on the payment from this child. Um, church announcements. I think libations. I'm sorry, y'all. I forget. How the fuck I forget how my own show go. Libations, (laughs) libations, libations, libations. Um, I love y'all. I love y'all, but I really got to shout out my sacral circle, y'all. Like, I really, I really fuck with y'all ladies. I love y'all. And it's such a a beautiful space to be in. I don't know um, what I'm going to do for October. I would love to be able to do some other type of social circle if possible. But I think I'm going to end up rocking out with my ladies till at least the end of the year, maybe January, and then get together for some type of retreat. And then I might open that up to, like, four other people but they would be based on sacral circle approval because like me and my ladies we tight and my gentlemen i gotta find something to do with y'all but um y'all also gotta stop playing y'all have to stop playing y'all really do y'all say that y'all want these events and then i be talking to y'all you know separately about and y'all just y'all got so many excuses so when y'all ready y'all let me know okay come together as a consensus and say like you know listen we ready and I'll do something with y'all then. Again, family, if nobody told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. And I will talk to y'all when I talk to y'all. I say, I say.